Hey, what's up? This is Nick Sirlia of City Awake, and you're listening to Undergroundopolis. Welcome to Undergroundopolis, everybody. Here we are. We're going to talk a little bit about Record Store Day 2022. I met these bands. And this band, I think they, I think they closed out tonight, but they brought down the house. <laughs> but first, just going to keep talking about it. Open mic night every Wednesday night, Dundee Tavern, Dundee Road in the Highlands in Louisville, with your gracious host that looks just like me and sounds just like me. 7 to 10 every Wednesday night. It's, it's acoustic, but there's cajon. There's, it's all ages, family-friendly. Come on out. Original music encouraged, of course. Come sing us a song. It's going to be a good summer. Everything opening back up. Everybody getting well again. And it's going to be, this, this is going to be a good season. It's probably going to, I think it's going to be our best season. I say without, with absolute, Hoping not to jinx it. I'm going to bring our ba- our guests on, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves here. What's going on? Uh, we are Black, we Moon, are Black Cult. Moon Cult. I'm Caleb, I'm Caleb uh, singer, I'm guitar, singer player. guitar player. I'm, I'm Dylan. I'm the new bassist. And, and I am Jeff. I do the drums. If you guys had could narrow down someone you saw on stage, someone you saw on tv or whatever and you say you know what i want to do that i want to i want to rock <laughs> uh for me than... uh for, for me it was actually uh michael j fox it was actually oh, michael yeah. j fox and it was in uh this movie right here back to the future <laughs> uh that that opening scene man where marty mcfly hit that note and just like blew him back with the speakers i saw that and i was like that's what i want to do and then I saw the movie Teen Wolf, and I heard the Beach Boys in that, and then that was the first record I ever got was uh, Beach Boys' Sound of Summer, and that's pretty much why I play music. <laughs> How about you, fellas? Uh, honestly, seeing my dad and his band on stage was, like, my first introduction to live music, so, like, definitely that's what started it for me. The first record that I remember hearing as a kid was Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And I had seen the video of Pink Floyd's Live at Pompeii really young. Mm-hmm. And the vibe of that whole concert just made me feel like, you know what? I want to do that. So I did it. I remember renting that really young <laughs> live at Pompeii. I oh, definitely remember. Remember renting renting that from a, a 
before video stores were even a thing. But there, there was one place in town that was what was called a disc. And they were about that big, and you slid them into a player, and it, it was a terrible product. It failed within a couple of years. <laughs> VCRs came out, and bam. <laughs> like, a, like a laser disc situation? It's kind of. It's called a video disc player. Okay, you, it yeah. came in a case. You stuck the whole case into the machine, and you pulled the, the case out. The disc would stay in. It was, it was, it was a massive fail. We never. The only reason we owned it was because I won it. I filled out a little card at the video place and and, and put it in, and I, they actually drew my name. That's the only reason like we that. owned it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First I thing I ever won, though. <laughs> Hell yeah! What what did it? How did Black Moon Cult come together? Um. Originally, uh, Jeff and I have been playing together for about eight years, I'd say. We were originally in a death metal band called The Capitus together. And then when that band kind of split up, everybody kind of went their separate ways for a little bit. And I got really into psychedelic music. I'd always been into old 60s music and psychedelic stuff. And then after that death metal band ended, I really wanted to do something more in the psychedelic vein but something with like some balls to it still so it was still heavy and so that was like kind of i incepted the idea and then there was a bunch of lineup changes over time and jeff came back into the fold and then dylan uh just joined uh i think we made the official announcement of him joining about two weeks ago now so it's sort sort of my brainchild but uh they jeff's been we've been playing together for about eight years so yeah, I came back around and he's like, dude, we got to slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, we could do that. Well, you kind of answered the next question with what you just said. So we'll go to the next one. Uh, what's your favorite show you've ever played? Um, that's a hard one. Uh, this past record store day was definitely a great one. As far, if we're talking Black Moon Cult shows, that's definitely favorite. Um, going back, I mean, Jeff and I, we've played with Broken Hope, Suffocation, like a lot of really big names in death metal. So any of those shows were, those were all really great shows. But as far as Black Moon Cult, I got to say this pack, past record store day really kicked ass for us. Summer on Sandusky, Ohio, for sure, for Black Moon yeah. Cult. That was, like, my favorite show so far. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where are you all from? You're, you're not from Sandusky? Oh, uh, no, we're from... An hour, 40 minutes from there in the Napoleon area. Okay. Yeah, very small, kind of like corn cob town. Yeah. Nothing going on, just we're... Pretty much the only musicians around this area. We're we're close to uh, Toledo, is kind of the closest major town. So that's that's probably the scene that we claim. Well, we're that, not too far from our buddies in uh, Redfan either. Yeah, yeah, our our buddies in Redfan. Yeah, they're right over in Holgate, so about twenty minutes away from us. Yeah. So, that, that, but we're probably about the only two bands within like a forty mile radius of our place. <laughs> Easily, yeah. <laughs> A corncob town in northern Ohio, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. I loved Record Store Day. I absolutely loved it, but the drive there was kind of, man, there's, it's 30, podunk town after podunk, <laughs> 35 mile an hour. <laughs> we actually had a great drive there. Uh, yeah. it, it's only about an hour and a half drive for us, so it's it's not 
too bad of a drive whenever trip. whenever we ahead. make it up there. But uh, a, on the record store day in particular, on our way there, we noticed there was a petting zoo just right along the highway. So we, of course, had to like do a U-turn, turn back, go to that petting zoo. And oh, yeah. we got to feed kangaroos and ostriches and baby goats. Kangaroos and that was so soft. Kangaroo is probably the softest oh, yeah. animal <laughs> that I've yeah, ever felt. It totally are. And that, that was a great experience on top of all <laughs> the other so amazing cool happenings guy. of Record Store Day. Such a cool guy that kangaroo was. Plus, we've seen a death metal goat. Yeah, he, yeah, he probably would have just like, eh, if we asked him to, you know. I've apple. seen a death metal goat at the, the Indianapolis Zoo. <laughs> it straight, straight up looked like Satan. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I don't know if I'm going to keep it or not. <laughs> it was a scary looking goat, man. <laughs> well, here's the counter question: What's your least favorite show? When tell tell us a, a story where you bombed. Um, I love this question. <laughs> almost, I mean, like I said, we were in a death metal band, and we're from a corn cob town, so there's almost too many of those to count around where we're <laughs> just, at. Yeah, just, just as many good as bad. But yeah, that death metal around a small town doesn't fly much. Uh, Oh, the, uh, that talent show. Does that count? There was a talent show we played here in our hometown, and we lost to a girl that did some uh, Christian poetry. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we come that was That was maybe. Slayer, yeah. Dude. We killed it, too. And, yeah, and then, like, second place was some girl slapping on a piano to a Lord song. I was like, oh, that's kind of ironic. Yeah, we didn't even place. We didn't yeah. even place. No, no, got beat by uh, Oasis too. <laughs> Awful. I had some gear stolen at a show in Michigan, and that sucked a lot. That's pretty bad. That no, that no. sucked a lot. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Were you playing Detroit? Uh, it was uh Ipsy Ypsilanti. The oh, venue, cool. the venue, they were great about it. It was at the Maidstone Theater, and we just our, our old bass player, my amp head, was in the back of his truck, and he left it unlocked. And someone, that's more our mistake than anybody's. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Leaving a vehicle unlocked at a rock show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was calling it Ypsilanti on the way up, so really, we were probably asking for it. Home of Iggy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> What what is your favorite song, Black Moon Cult song, to perform live and why? Hmm. Um, we're getting we're getting into it, tougher questions. It might be different for each of us. Yeah, I I think um, for me, out of our original songs, it would probably be Supernova because I have the most fun guitar solo in that one, and that one's just like a heavy banger, probably our most catchy song. Uh, but in the whole set list, we do a cover of Pentagram's Forever My Queen, and that's always a great fun time to play that one. So it's definitely a tie between those two. Yeah, okay, maybe my answer's not that different at all. <laughs> yeah, mine's Supernova, too. Supernova, all right. Yeah, Supernova. That's my favorite one in general. Let's see. Would you say you preferred the studio or the stage? See, what we're getting ready to do is, like, try to bring the stage into the studio anyway by doing a live off the floor, kind of just doing the rhythm section live off the floor. And, I'd uh, Yeah, I'd say we're definitely a live band. Yeah, so so yeah. when when we go into the studio here in about a month, uh, 
we're doing the whole record live except for the vocals and the guitar solos. So it's going to be a very live sounding record because that's, that's how we think rock and roll should sound. Yeah. So yeah, live, yeah. live band. Are you a smoker or a past smoker? Did you know how tough it is to quit having nothing to do with your hands? Constantly be jonesing for that cigarette or vape. That's why you got to check out Fume. Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no smoke, no vape, and no nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oil studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to stimulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like cozy chai, lemon berry bliss for a sweeter experience. And all of their flavors are 100% natural, no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. And they also have that minty throat hit that everybody likes. Quitting is tough, but Fume can really help. They've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried it. Everything else that this worked. Since there is no smoke or vapor cloud, you can use Fume anywhere. Anywhere. There's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> For somebody like me that flies all the time and being able to use Fume in the air and in the airport is a huge difference maker. Whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with craving, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com and use the promo code ROB to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com and use the promo code ROB. That's me. Let's see. If you could open for anybody, who would that be? Um, the Melvins. Yeah. The Melvins is a good one. Maybe uh, if I have a time machine in this scenario, then I'd say go back to like 1969 and us on a bill with Sid Barrett era Pink Floyd. Because that, that, that would be my shit. Ooh, wait. Hot take. Personally, for me, if I could time travel back in time, I would go back to 1969, Hyde Park, Rolling Stones, and King Crimson. That'd be, if we were on that bill, cool. yeah. 500,000 people. But I, I'd say bands that are active right now, I'd yeah, say that really probably the Melvins. Yeah, probably the Melvins. You're not the first person to say Sid Barrett, Pink Floyd Arrow on this show. <laughs> That's like, if if there's two bands that like influence Black Moon Cult the most, it is Black Sabbath and Pink Floyd. We're influenced by all eras of Pink Floyd. I love David Gilmore, but something about like the weirdo of Sid Barrett really speaks to me and influences my writing particularly. And him as a person. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy was his name's Craig Bell. He was from a band called. From a band, they're called Rocket from the Tombs, which is a Northern Ohio band. I don't know if you remember them, but Rocket from the Tombs, when they split up in the 70s, mm. Chrome and Blitz went on with Stib Baders and formed a Dead Boys. And I mm-hmm. don't know if you remember them, remember them but that's a, that's a Cleveland band. And they've, they've influenced a whole lot of punk rock. <laughs> I mean, a oh, lot. Yeah. I've heard of the Dead Boys. I can't. I can't recall having heard any of their music myself, but I've definitely heard the name thrown around here. Well, if you ever heard 
Guns N' Roses Spaghetti Incident album. There's a song there called Ain't It Fun. That's, that's exactly I'm and a massive, actually, massive Guns N' Roses fan here, so that is where I've heard it for sure. Yeah. Ain't It Fun was actually a Rocket from the Tomb song, but Dead Boys, when they came out, the, since members of the of Rocket from the Tomb formed Dead Boys, they, they, and the writer went to Dead Boys, they, they recorded Ain't It Fun, but it's originally a Rocket from the Tomb song. Well, Craig said, said, brought up Sid Barrett quite a bit. He was, he liked it. So it's funny that the Northern, both my Northern Ohio, recent Northern Ohio guys, oh, yeah. both brought up, both brought up Sid Barrett. Wait, anyway, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. No, oh, you're fine. You're fine, oh, man. Cool. I like that. But what's your most personal song? And everybody can have a different answer for Black Moon Cult. What is, would be your most personal song? Um, are we talking Black Moon Cult songs or other artists? No, Black Moon Cult songs. Um, again, probably Supernova. That that one's oh. very personal. That one, the lyrics in that one are very personal for me. And why is that? Um, it's very much um. A, it's a very self-reflective kind of song. I've realized there's a certain line in there, uh, supernova, show me what it means not to be seen. And that's, uh, something that is a, a, upon, in a lot of self-reflection, I found something about myself that, that reflect, that statement reflects that. Yeah. Now, where all have you performed? Um, Black Moon Black Cult. Moon uh, Black Moon Cult, we've played in uh, Columbus at the Space Bar. We've done Howard's Club H uh, in Bowling Green, and that was with uh, the band Today is the Day and Worms. They were on a tour together. We got the opening slot. Um, that was pre-pandemic, and then post-pandemic, we've played uh, Strum Around uh, twice, um, I think May or March. What What? We were there earlier in the year, and then we were there for Record Store Day, and then somewhere in between there, we played Venue 18 in Fostoria. Right on. Yep, yep. We have been uh, working away at the grindstone lately, so days are just, like, blending together, and, like, I don't think I've slept right in about two days myself. Yep, so. yep. The bookings this summer, we're getting we're getting all over the place yep. this summer. <laughs> so... Where, where are you going to be playing at this summer? Um, the, our next show, uh, because we're entering the studio on June 10th, so between now and the studio time, we're not planning on gigging. We're just rehearsing a lot, getting everything down tight. But our first show uh, after our studio time will be on June 18th, and that's the Stoned Alien Psychedelic Doom Festival um, in wow. Grove in Grove City, Ohio, at the it'll be at the Dojo, and that's with our friends in Beyond Neptune, and a bunch of other great bands. Uh, that's our next show, and then stuff that I can announce right now. We have a three day run in July, um, in Toledo on July fourteenth, and that's us uh, opening for a tour that has yet to be announced yet. Um, but the day after that, the 15th, we'll be in Norwalk at the Water Bottom stage. And then the day after that, on the 16th, we'll be in Sandusky at Strum Around. 
I'm really excited Listen. to check out the water bottom stage. I have, we haven't been there yet. We were just uh, we we're just hanging out with Pete uh, over at Record Store Day too, and he's excited to get us on there. So I can't wait for that. Scott's amazing. He, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Scott definitely was uh, is the reason why we uh, we're out that way at all. Like Strum Around is kind of a, a home away from home for us for sure. Yeah. It's getting to be that way with me. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's awesome. Like it, it kind of goes beyond like what you would consider a reasonable drive to go and hang out with some friends. It's like who cares? It's such a great place to be. Like yeah, I'll drive four or five hours to get there. Maybe only once, twice a month, but worth it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but viewers and listeners would. Just be sure to check out Strum Around Studios. I just plugged that in there because Scott's a really great guy. They cannot say enough kind things about him. He he ships all over the country, you know, and he's got a really good selection of of albums. And he just it just keeps growing. And he's and he's the venue's getting bigger too. It's just yep. it keeps getting bigger. All right, if you could work with, here's a tough one. If you could work with any producer, who would that be? Steve Albini. Most popular answer. <laughs> Second most popular. <laughs> so now when, it, when it comes to names of producers, unfortunately, like most people, I'm not super keen on them. So what, what has he done? Uh, Nirvana in utero. Okay. Like, yeah. There are too many book. things to list, really. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Will Putney. Who's that? He's produced for like a bunch of like hardcore and metalcore bands. I'm I'm more of like an emo kid, <laughs> but he's produced for like Knock Do Loose the flip. and Do the hair flip. stuff like that. Prove it. Do the hair flip. Nobody. I've yet to have the first guest say Alan Parsons, and I've always like. Before oh yeah, yep. say Alan Parsons, <laughs> Steve Albini, and Butch Vig are probably the top two. Of Jeff course, everybody. Would be cool. Huh? Jeff Lynn would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Absolutely. I could use a couple Anvil hits on the song, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bring Phil Spector back from the grave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they can't be dead or alive. Right. Right. <laughs> A lot of people say Quincy Jones. He could have been dead or alive. I think Phil Spector back in the 60s, I think that'd be a pretty amazing sounding record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think another popular one is, uh, I can't think of his name. He produced George the first Martin. Tom Petty. That's a good one. He, but he f produced the first Tom Petty album, and he, he's, he stole all their money. But he made a great record. <laughs> Someone in the music yeah. business steals, stealing the band, robbing the band. Who, whoever would have thought? Well, guys, you want to? You got a band camp or anything you want to plug in before we wrap it up? Uh, not at the moment. Not till we have no music right now. So we'll have that yeah. once the album comes out. Uh, once again, uh, we'll be recording that album June 10th. It should be out within. A couple months. Uh, if you want to follow us, the best place to do that is on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash psychedelic black moon cult. Um, that's where we'll be posting the most updates and stuff. 
Yep, and then as we get more stuff to uh, release, we'll expand onto the other socials like uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, TikTok and all that fun stuff too. But um, in the meantime, if you want to hear something from some of us, Dylan right here has a side project. Uh, his solo band is called uh, King Tarkus, and they have some stuff on Bandcamp. So if you want to support members of the band, go over to his Bandcamp, buy his stuff at King Tarkus. That would be kingtarkusthebandbandcamp.com. 